Welcome to Calvary Life DFW's weekly podcast. We hope this podcast encourages you, challenges you, and furthers your relationship with God in a whole new way. Enjoy this week's message. Come on, Merry Christmas. How's everybody doing this evening? Good. Come on, welcome to our Christmas Eve service. I'm glad you came out at this freezing weather. Amen. This, for some of us who are from Connecticut, just like spring weather to us. Huh? Except for the other day. That was kind of it was kind of cold. I gotta give you that one. It was kind of it was kind of cold. So I'm, I'm only going to be with you for a few minutes uh, this, this evening, maybe about 15, 15 minutes, and I, and I get you out of here. Um, so you may be seated. You may be seated. So uh, somebody uh, s- um, say, it's time to execute. It's time to execute. Come on, you can say it a little bit louder than that. Come on, it's time to execute. Yeah, that is what the Lord is saying unto us today. The Lord is saying that it it is time to execute. It is time to execute. Um, I'm excited about this message uh, uh, today for you. Um, So I'm I'm excited. Man, this is great, right? We get to be in the chapel this uh, this evening. Amen. I know we, we're, some of us are eager to go open some Christmas gifts, amen, um, but uh, how many know it's, it's about Christ, right? We know, we know that, that, is, that is why we're here. It's, it's, all, it's all about Christ. It's all about Christ, amen. And so, so it's, time, it's time to execute. Um, so God, I mean, thank God that he had this plan, this ultimate plan, and he executed that plan. He, he called Mary. He chose Mary to carry and to deliver our Savior. Isn't that amazing? Uh, so he executed a, a plan. And so God wants us to execute. The Bible does say that um, he knows the plans that he has for us. And then, he, and then the Bible says that our steps, our steps are ordered by God. That means God, God has some stuff for us to do. Yes. Amen. And he wants us to execute those, those plans. Amen. Some of us have been sitting on our gifts for years. And God, God said, I want to use some of those gifts. Some of us have been sitting on our calling that, that God has for our life. He is, he's saying to us today, it's time to execute. It's time to execute. Amen. Because we are living in a world who needs to see Jesus, who needs to know Jesus, not just hear about Jesus. The world needs to see Jesus. Amen. And so uh, our our text for today is out of Matthews 3, uh, verses 1 through 3. And it says, in those days, John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judea and saying, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. For this is he who was spoken of by the prophet Isaiah saying, 
the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. Make his paths straight. Make his path straight. So here's John. Oh, God picked John to execute this plan. He paved the way for the, for the ministry of Christ. Amen. He paved the way for the ministry of, of Christ. You know, I find it interesting that John's first sermon was in the wilderness. His first sermon was in the, in the wilderness. See, whenever God calls you to do something that's bigger than you, it will always start in the wilderness. Uh, some of you didn't get that this morning. And so you think about Jesus, uh, when he first started his ministry, it was in the wilderness. Elijah's ministry was in the wilderness. Moses, great leader, ministry started in the wilderness. Amen. And so when God's calling you to do something that is bigger than you, it'll always start in the wilderness. Amen. So a wilderness is a barren place that where God develops you and prepare you for what he's about to do. Amen. So if you so if you God called you to do something that's bigger than you. Amen. You're going to start off in the wilderness, but he's developing you. He's preparing you to execute. He's developing you. He's preparing you to execute. So the one way to be successful in the wilderness is when you know that God's preparing you for something that is bigger than you. Amen. So you have to we have to get to a, to a point. We know that the call that God has on our life, the plans that he has for us, is not just about us. Yeah. Come on. It's, it's about a bigger plan. Right. It's about the people who you you are going to bless through your ministry. Amen. And so so we have to get to a point that we know that what, what God's calling us to do is not about us. Come on, turn to somebody and say it's not about you. It's something bigger than you. It's something bigger than you. Amen. So if you're in a wilderness season, amen, it's all right. God's developing you and he's preparing you because he wants you to execute that the plans that he has for you. Amen. amen. Come on, somebody say execute. execute. Come on, we, we have to execute. God has some things for us to do. We must execute those plans. This is the season that God wants us to step up and be the person that he called us to be. Amen. To, to step up, to show people Christ. Here's, here's John in the wilderness, and it was not a popular message. Yeah. It was not a popular message. People were walking past them. He probably got no amens. He says, repent. <laughs> repent. The kingdom of God is at hand. Amen. The kingdom of God is at hand. When he was talking about the kingdom, he was talking about the good news is coming. He was talking about Jesus. Right. He was talking about Jesus, who is the good news. He is he is coming. He was talking about the kingdom of the good news. Amen. But this message, this message that he preached required a response or requires a response is first to repent. Right. Repent. That means to change our minds about sin. Uh -oh. Right. Um, I'm going to keep going because we don't have all night. Right. So <laughs> and then and then believe in the saving message of, of Jesus. It requires this message requires a, a response. Amen. So the kingdom, the kingdom of God is at hand, is near. 
It's, it's here, you know, amen. So God wants to execute, want us to execute, right, a plan that he has for us, amen. So God picked you for a set of circumstances. I don't know what God called you to do. I don't know what's going on in your life, but I know that he called, he called you for a set of circumstances. Amen. And I know at times, especially when we're in the wilderness season, it's, it's hard to see those things. It's hard to see the end, right? But God is de developing you. He's preparing you for something greater, something that is bigger than, than you. Amen. See, God has called us to advance his kingdom. Like we need to show the world the kingdom of God. We need to show the world Christ, right? So what, what sense would it make if I, if I tell people, if I tell you about the kingdom, if you don't see the kingdom in me? Come on, we need to, we need to show people Christ, not just tell them. Like, show me. Show me that you love God. Show me that you, 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 ser you serve God. Show, show me, show me that you are about that Christian call. Show me, show me that God is real. Show me that God is blessing you. Amen? Show me that you are in, in love with him. This world, we need to show this world Christ. Amen? Not just tell them. We have a lot of people just talking, just talk, just talking. We need to show this world Christ. Amen? Amen. You, you're with me this evening? And so I'm just going to make one point. That's it. And then, then we're done. One way, one way to execute God's plan for your life. You ready? Consistency. Consistency. So I want to talk to about, I want, I want to talk to the I'm about to do something people. I want to talk to those folks today. I'm about to do something, people. It's, it's time to do it now. Because this is the, the season where we bring back, like, those old plans we made, like, um, last year or the beginning of this year. We kind of bring back those plans and kind of replan. <laughs> right? Right? So, so God wants us to execute those plans now. Execute. Execute. Right. Ecclesiastes 9.10 says, whatever your hand finds to do, do it with your might. Oh, that's worth repeating right there because you probably didn't get it. We don't have a screen up or anything, so I'll reread that. Right. It says, whatever, whatever your hand finds to do it, to do, do it with your might. Do it with your might. That means do it for real. That means do it all that with all that you have. Amen. God is it's not God's intentions to give to give things uh, to do things halfway, to yeah. do things 50 percent or 30 percent or 60 percent. God wants us to go all in on what he is calling us to do. Amen. God wants us to be about this walk. <laughs> right. Not just talk it, just be about this walk. Amen. So before you ask God for a plan, ask yourself, do you have the consistency needed to execute? I know. Consistency is the power, is, is, is the power behind execution. I repeat it. 
Consistency is the power behind execution, right? So consistency and execution is like scaffolding on a building. It, it, it gives it the framework that's needed to be successful, right? And so the framework for consistency is we listen, we respond, and do whatever God tells us to do. So the framework for consistency is we listen and we respond and do whatever God tells us to do. A couple of weeks ago, I talked about the art of listening, right, especially in prayer. We don't just go to prayer and we just talk to, we just talk to God, just talk, just, just talk. We just talk, we just talk. We give God all this information as if he don't know anything about our lives. Right? We just sit there. We just talk to God. We just talk to him. It's, it's, it's supposed to be a two-way uh, communication, a two-way conversation. Amen? So we have, to, we have to develop the art of listening to what he is telling us. Amen? The art of listening. Art of listening. And so we must listen with our ears and not with our mouths. Come on. You, we all have been in those moments where we come to God, we're, we're extremely frustrated, and that's all we talk to him about, how frustrated we are. Amen? God becomes our therapist because he just sits there and he just listens. Right? We just, we just talk to God. We complain. We complain. We walk away. God's probably like, what was that? I didn't even get to share what's on my heart to them. Right? So we have to develop the art of listening. Being in his presence, right? Just uh, practice listening to what God wants to say to us. Because when we are in his presence, we should never walk away from his presence empty-handed. Never. Never walk away. So I'm going to give you a, a, how to, how to, a way to uh, develop an art of listening. So write, so bring a scripture with you. Write, write it down. Bring a scripture with you. That pertains to your situation. Meditate on it. Meditate on it. Then recite it back to God and watch the word work for, you, work for you. The art of listening. Listening. Then we respond. When Jesus was walking by in, 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 in Matthew, he was walking by, he walked by Matthew. He says, follow me. And Matthew followed him. See, see some of us will... We have to check with our family members. We have to check with our neighbors. He says, should I, should I follow this, this guy? We, some of us aren't quick to, to follow or to respond immediately. Amen? So we have to check with our neighbor, our friends, our you know, best friends, and, and, and all of that. But, but Matthew gave Jesus an immediate response. He followed. He followed. Every day God is calling us. Every day he calls us to serve him radically. And then do, do whatever he tells you to do. Do whatever he tells you to do. You remember the story when Jesus and his, and his mother was at a party and the wine ran out. His mother was like, oh no. <laughs> we, gotta, we, gotta, we gotta do something about this. So she knew, she went to who she knew who can help this party start, get started, or get this party back to where it was. She went to Jesus. And what, what, what was interesting about it when she told everyone 
um, um, that was around, the disciples that was around him, she said, she said to them, do whatever he tells you to do. Do whatever he tells you to do. So do whatever God tells you to do because he's about to turn your, your uh, tears into joy. <laughs> Amen. He's about to turn your sadness into laughter. Amen. He's about to give you, give you a new dance. You know, so do whatever he tells you to do. Do whatever he tells you to do. Are you with me? It is the framework of, for consistency. God speaks to consistent people. God speaks to consistent people because the Bible says if you draw near to him, he will draw near to you. That speaks to consistency. So if I'm consistently in his presence, I will consistently receive from him. James says if you lack wisdom, ask for it. Amen. So I have his wisdom to do what, what, what God called me to do or to, to re resolve problems. To, if you lack wisdom, ask for it. Amen. Consistency. God speaks to consistent people. He speaks to consistent people. And so I'm excited. God is t um, telling us for, for this year, before you start planning right for the new year, make sure you have the ability to be consistent to execute the plan that God's calling you to do. Let me just pray for you because I am excited for what the Lord is, is doing. Um, and so I just want to speak a blessing over you, and we're going to continue with our, our service after this. Father, I just thank you for your people, Lord. What a great honor it is to serve you, Lord. And I know that you've called us to great things because your, your word says it, Lord. Your word says it. But I know you call, you're calling us, you're asking us to be consistent consistently in your presence, be consistent with uh, things that you've called us to do, Lord God, and don't waver during um, the wilderness season. I know that you have a plan and a purpose for us, Lord. So I speak a blessing over this congregation right now, Lord. Those who are listening to us online, I speak a blessing over, over them, Lord. I pray the spirit of execution over, over their lives right now, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, whatever you give them, whatever task you give them, whatever uh, uh, project you give them, whatever uh, job that you, you bless them with, whatever uh, person that you place in their lives, I pray they will execute the plan that you, you have for them. I pray that it will be consistent at doing what you call them to do, Lord God. Change is coming for this church. Change is coming for households, Lord. I see it, Lord God, you show me me a vision of change happening in individuals' homes, Lord God. I thank you for it, Lord God. I pray uh, that, that you will continue to bless this congregation tremendously, Lord. Speak to them. I pray that they won't lack for anything, anything, Lord. I thank you for them, Lord God. Have your way in this church. In Jesus' name, amen.
Pastor Gwenmar just took you to the third chapter of the book of Matthew. I'm going to take you one back behind that to the second chapter. It was on a night something like this one when a few men showed up to the city of Jerusalem and they were looking for a king. They had heard that there was a king and he was going to be born and if they followed a star they would find him. They said, we're looking for the king of the Jews. Herod heard about it, and he asked this question, why, why are you here? Why are you here? You may be asking that to yourself tonight. Some of you are here, and you're going, I just missed the end of the Cowboys game. They won, by the way. Uh, <laughs> Some of you may be going, oh man, I still have 14 more gifts to wrap before tomorrow morning. Anybody re relate to that? I know we have in our own lives. Some of you are thinking about how am I going to pay for all this? There's lots of reasons and lots of other things you could be doing besides this. I would even tell you, you know, Pastor G said that we're here because we talk about Jesus. You could sit at home and turn on your TV and find that out. In the early church, they came together at the time of Jesus' birth, and they said this, we celebrate the king who has come because he's coming again. Every generation from the time of Jesus has experienced signs of the coming of the Lord. We are the first generation to experience every sign of the coming of the Lord. This may be the last service that you will ever sit in. This may be the last Christmas you will ever celebrate. This may be the last time you'll ever take the Lord's Supper. What kind of king was this? They went to the place where Jesus was, and they found it by this time he was probably living in Bethlehem, but still very humble origins. He was born in a stable, laid in a manger. The Apostle Paul said that he was equal with God, but he didn't think it was such an important thing that he should grasp being equal with God. Instead, he came and he Became, he came in a form of a human being, a man, just like us. On the night that Jesus was betrayed, the night that he took the supper and he gave it to his disciples for the last time, only the book of John records this event. He took a bowl, a basin, and he took a towel, and he washed his disciples feet. What kind of king is this? He's a king who serves us. He's a king who gives to us. He's a king who gives his life for us. He is a king who is humble. He's a king who is coming again. And when he comes this next time, he will not come quietly. He will not come in the form of a baby. 
He will come riding on a white horse with his saints. And he will set up his reign in the city of Jerusalem. And those who follow him, we will reign with him. I don't know what part of the world God is going to give me to reign over. Maybe Hazlitt. Some of y'all might be Keller. I don't know what it will be, but I know he's coming again. In the book of 1 Corinthians, I'm going to read just one, one verse to you out of this. In the book of 1 Corinthians, um, you've heard this passage many times where Paul tells the Corinthian church about how the Lord gave the supper on the night before he was crucified. But this one verse, I want it to stick in your heart tonight. And it is this. This means that every time you eat this bread and drink this cup, you are telling others about the Lord's death until he comes again. Jesus is coming again. I'm going to ask that as we get ready to take the Lord's Supper, that we line up on this side over here, and I'm going to ask you to do something. Uh, when Pastor Lewis and I give you the Lord's Supper, I'm going to have these two chairs open, one where Megan is sitting and the other one right next to it. And I want you, as you line up here, when you come to take the Lord's Supper, to sit down. I want to serve you the supper. I want every person to be served. I will be served. I will sit in that seat and be served. It takes as much strength to be served as it does to serve. So as we get ready to take the Lord's Supper, let's go ahead and line up around this side over on this side of the wall. I'm doing this so you'll avoid hitting the camera. So if those of you uh, can line up on that side of the wall, we're going to take the Lord's Supper. Once you kind of get in place and Pastor Lewis and I get here, then I'm going to ask that the Lord will bless these elements. And then Pastor Lewis and I are going to say something very important to you. And I want you to hear these words, and we're going to say it to every one of you. And that is, the king has come. The king is coming again. Lord, we ask that you would take this bread and this fruit from the vine. And Lord, we remember your death until you come again. Lord, we know what this is. This is an appetizer, because in the marriage supper of the Lamb, we're all going to eat together again. Even so, Lord, Maranatha, 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 come quickly. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you for tuning in to Calvary Life DFW's weekly podcast. If what you heard today impacted you, be sure to tell us about it. You can rate 
and subscribe to this podcast or contact us on social media. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram or our website, calvarylifedfw.com. Thank you so much and have a great week.